from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. What a great opening, huh? Thank you to uh, Real America's Voice News for giving me such a great, great introduction. <clears throat> it's only going to get better, bigger, and uh, and bolder from here, folks, because uh, I'm not stopping, you're not stopping, and uh, we've got a new fire uh, that has been lit underneath us as, a, as, as Republicans, as conservatives, as Christians. It, it, never in my life have I seen people banding together and getting things done like like it's happening right now. God is being, the, the, the name, the word God is being used more than ever. People are, are waking up and, and, and running for city council members and, 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 and running for different, putting their resumes in for different jobs, uh, trying to become anything they can to help their community, to help their friends, to help their families, to help their children. And... <laughs> Folks, it's only going to get bigger, better, and bolder from here. Welcome to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. Today is going to be a very special, long show. Um, now, tonight, uh, my wife is out of town tonight and tomorrow, okay? She's out of town tonight for a wedding rehearsal, and she's out of town tomorrow for a wedding. So guess who gets to play? Mr. Mom. That's me. So that means that the responsibility of getting the kids to their soccer game tonight and tomorrow is all on me, but that's okay because I enjoy doing that. Usually, though, my show runs into that time period and my wife handles that and I get there towards the very end of the game. Well, unless it starts pouring today, um, that responsibility falls onto me. So I figured, you know what, to, accom- to, 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 uh, to accommodate everybody, uh, number one, I would go longer today because we have a special guest who's running for governor of Wisconsin, John Whitman, Jonathan Whitman. So we figured, you know what, let's go longer today. Let's go an hour and a half, two hours, because I got all afternoon. So let's make a longer show today. Plus, ladies and gentlemen, I will have my phone with me down at the soccer field, and I'm going to do a telegram, uh, a, a live telegram conversation. So if you have telegram, make sure that at 5 o'clock, instead of tuning in to Live from America here... You go over to Telegram and join the live voice chat because it's my way of being able to connect with you, talk with you. I can't stand missing time with you. Sometimes it just is what it is. So just to kind of reiterate, there will be no show tonight unless we have massive rainstorms. And if we do and the game's canceled, then I'll let everybody know and, uh, you know, show will go on as as planned and then we'll and, and you'll get a lot more live from America today. But that's kind of where it is right now. So I just wanted to give you that heads up now so that you guys would um you guys would know how to plan the rest of your evening accordingly and i hope you guys most of you have telegram you can join in on the voice chat i really really enjoy that it's, it gives me a chance to you know be one-on-one but anyway welcome to live from america guys it is friday we made it through another week we didn't have such a great week as we did last week as far as news goes um but you know what we made just as much progress, I think. We just had a lot harder of a fight this week. So I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, sporting my You Cannot Beat God, You Can't Beat God t-shirt. And of course, on the back, it's got the praying hands and says, so you might as well join him, right? And boy, today did I get uh, probably one of the best newsletters that I've ever put out 
was today. So if you're not following my newsletter, please go to jeremyherald.com. What are you waiting for? Sign up for it now. Get closer to God. Get those daily uh, devotionals. Get the daily gospel. And then uh, we can we can talk about it on the show. And, and it's not something brand new to you. It's something that you read this morning and you wrapped your mind around. But man, this morning's, this morning's newsletter was truly truly amazing. And I am so grateful to God that I was able to stumble across this and really research it and put it down and have it make sense. And it's going to blow your mind. It's absolutely going to blow your mind. But right now we are live on Roku. If you have a Roku TV or a Roku uh, setup, then search for LFA TV, which stands for Live from America. LFA TV. I want to say hi to Erica. She says you never say hi to Erica from West Palm Beach. Erica Falkenbury, I love you. God bless you. Thank you for watching. So yes, we're on Roku LFA TV. We're live on Rumble, of course, and we're live on YouTube as well. And if you'd rather just listen, maybe you're a truck driver, maybe you're on the road, you can't watch, then you can listen to the podcast on JeremyHerald.com or iHeartRadio. And uh, I'm going to go right to social media because I have a jam-packed show for you today. Again, folks, we do have a special guest who's running for governor of Wisconsin. So if you have any Wisconsin friends or family, you might want to get them on this show right now. Please share it far and wide put it in three groups that's our challenge every day you still belong to facebook and we'll go from there let's shoot over to rumble real quick because of course corn pop says my mind was blown corn pop your mind is always blown folks folks why 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 sharon says loved the meanings of the names that's what we're going to get into with the verse of the day uh laterer says so wisconsin audit possibility of a minimum of 160,000 illegal ballots it's more than that that's the minimum. You are right. But I believe it's upwards of 240,000. Uh, Java Girl 307 says mandatory busing to get vaxxed is being discussed by Biden and FEMA. God help us. This is what I was warning us all about. And they're not going to like the outcome. The country's not going to like the outcome if they try to do that. Uh, let's see. North Carolina is loving life from America. Good, because we're going to be in um, North Carolina towards the end of this month with the Save America Freedom Tour. As soon as we get that all buttoned up, I will let you know. I do have some con uh, phone calls about that today. Good morning from Maryland, says Terry Sue 55 God bless you. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, Angel Girl says, good morning, LFA family, Patriots. Jeremy, Deb Yoka, Mountain City, Tennessee. The volunteer state. And I was so blessed and honored to be able to meet Deborah. And I want to just thank you very much for your kind words, your loving words, and uh, your continued support here on Live from America. Uh, Buddy Sims is live from Arkansas. He says, thank you very much. Um, Joe Bo says, you know, Jeremy, it's the same in revelations in the Bible. Look into it. Well, thank you very much. I definitely will. Now that I've discovered what I discovered uh, in that newsletter, I'll keep doing, I'm going to continue to go down that road as well. Uh, let's see. Jen says, Jeremy, can you try to get Dr. Scott Jensen from Minnesota on? He's been banned from advertising his governor race on Facebook. Yes, and if you guys could help, reach out to him as well. If he gets an an overwhelming amount of messages, then he'll reach out, I'm sure. But yes, I'd love to have him on. Uh, Lessa and Sterling Naquin here from Mississippi. Uh, Please, or is that Missouri? I think it's Mississippi. Uh, please keep us in your prayers as we move my godchild to Virginia on Monday and travel back on Thursday. And then one more from Rumble. Jeremy, how can Ratface Fauci and Gates be allowed to purchase a large company that supplies China virus test swabs? These monsters shouldn't be allowed near people, let alone involved in testing. And I'm just going to re- reiterate what, uh, what my good friends, both Steve Bannon and um, Ben Berkwam, said this morning in their conversation. 
It's time for the people. It's time for the people. The people are the only thing that's going to stop this. Because we know that rhinos and elected officials, and including attorney generals and sheriffs, are not going to have our are not going to do it for us. We have to do it. We have to do it. And that's what it's getting down to. Jennifer Rice says, had vaccine police here in our neighborhood Wednesday. Make sure you record that if you see them again and send it to me. Brandy P says, can you get frontline docs on? They sell a hydroxy cocktail and can give us prescriptions if other liberal doctors don't. Yes, I'm actually in conversation with some people in the frontline doctor um, network, and I'd love to have them on. I've, I've, I've been wanting to do that for quite a while. Um, God bless LFA and non-mom jeans, <laughs> J.H. Patootie, LOL, LOL, I'm assuming you're talking about mom jeans, Mitt Romney. Uh, Dorothy says, I am so angry. My friend died of COVID yesterday afternoon, 42, and, uh, and, and left wife and family, asked for prayers yesterday, thanks. Dorothy, we're going to, uh, we're going to, uh, add you in our prayers when we do the, the Lord's Prayer today, and I'm so very sorry that that happened to you and your friend. And, um, you know, it's another example of why we need to hold China accountable for what they've done. I've never said COVID was fake. It's just as real as the flu and just about as deadly as the flu. Some people die from the flu, some don't. Some people have worse reactions to COVID than other people. And I'm just very sorry to hear that. I really, really, really am. It's not a good thing to, uh, it's not a good topic. Um, and let's see, uh, Laura uh, says, praying for you, Do- uh, Dorothy. And, of course, it looks like uh, Douglas had a good question. Was she vaxxed? That's a, great co- that's a great question, Douglas. That is a great question. I'd like to know that as well. All right, folks, we're going to get right to it because I do not want to hold my guest up when it is time for him to come on. So let's go to the verse of the day, which really isn't a verse. It's more like, it's more like a, an eye-opener, okay? So check this out. Today's verse, or today's newsletter, said this. Today there is no verse. Now I want you to pay very close attention. If you can refrain from commenting, because you're going to want to hear this. You can share it, because I think sharing it is is very important. But please refrain from doing a bunch of conversation in in the comment threads if you're watching on social media, because this is very important for you to hear. Today there is no verse. Why? Because I've stumbled upon something amazing that I don't think most people know about in the book of Genesis. We often hear how God knew everything that would happen from Adam until Jesus and from Jesus until today and beyond. It's God's ultimate plan and will. After you you read this today, you will be even more convinced of just how true that actually is. God gave us the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, Peter, John, and Paul in Genesis Let me repeat that. God gave us the gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, Peter, John, and Paul in Genesis. How? Well, (laughs) a hidden message in the lineage from Adam to Noah and beyond. We all know that the names, we all know that names were very important back then. Everyone's name had a meaning and a reason behind why they were named that by their parents or at the direction of God. Hebrew is and was an amazing language, and for many reasons, but none more than the meaning of someone's name. Now check this out. I'm going to read to you a lineage from Adam to Noah, okay? And then I'm going to explain to you the meaning of those names, 
and then we're going to put it all together, and it's going to blow your mind if you have not received the newsletter this morning. Adam, Hebrew meaning, man. Seth, which was Adam and Eve's uh, third son, Hebrew meaning, appointed or anointed. Enosh, Hebrew meaning, mortal. Now, this is going down through the lineage, folks, and the meanings of their names. Um, Kenan, Hebrew meaning, sorrow. Um, Mahalalel, Hebrew meaning, the blessed God. Jared, the Hebrew meaning, shall come down. Enoch, Hebrew meaning, is teaching. Methuselah, Hebrew meaning, his death shall bring. Lamech, Hebrew meaning, the despairing. And then to finish it off here at least, Noah, the Hebrew meaning, rest and comfort. Now, let's put that all together. All of those Hebrew meanings from those names, from the lineage of Adam to Noah, and this is what you get. Man is appointed mortal sorrow, but the blessed God shall come down teaching, and his death shall bring the despairing rest and comfort. I wrote this this morning. I read about it last night. Researched it last night and this morning. And just now when I read that to you, I got goosebumps once again. Let me read to you the meanings of these names one more time in a sentence from Adam to Noah. Man is appointed mortal sorrow, but the blessed God shall come down teaching and his death shall bring the despairing rest and comfort. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the gospel. That is the gospel. So then I continued to write, this is the gospel passed down in the names of Jesus' lineage, going back to Adam. This is God's promise passed down from generation to generation, telling of the coming of Christ. This is how God works. This is so amazing. And I jumped for joy when I discovered this. Please pass this along to all friends and family, and let's rejoice in the glory and the mercy of God today. In Jesus' name, amen. Tell me that's not incredible. It makes me want to cry it's so incredible. I've never, ever in my life actually sat down and looked up the meanings of the words of the meanings of the names of the lineages um, from Adam all the way to Christ and, and beyond. I've never done that before. Never. And, and my wife and I were looking up the Hebrew meanings of these names, and it just was like, what? This is the amazing works of God, ladies and gentlemen. That is not a coincidence. I don't care who you are. I don't care what person that you think that you, or what, what gods you pray to, what faith you have. That is not a coincidence that those names were picked by God or by their parents, which is ultimately by God, and to have a very specific meaning all the way from Adam to Noah. And it is the Gospels. It's the Gospels in the New Testament. Jesus was always there, folks. The Gospel was always there. Always. And that's why it took God becoming a man himself to come down and actually show this kind of stuff, because man just wasn't getting it without having God in man form. Truly incredible. If you feel the same way I feel, ladies and gentlemen, then throw up some hearts. Give me some amens in the comment sections. It's truly, truly incredible. And I need a sip of coffee after that one, huh? Ooh, so many people feel the same way I do. People are crying. Tears. That's what happened to me. 
That's what happened to me, and it almost just happened again right now. It almost happened right now. Um, amen to that. Uh, that's incredible. So very comforting, somebody says. Uh, in the beginning, Sharon, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, amen. Awesome. Um, there is no coincidences with God. I agree with that a thousand percent. Uh, Rick Lilly says slurp. <laughs> Stephanie says I'm tearing up. Exactly. And Punk Rock Rebel says it lifts your soul to get those kinds of biblical breakthroughs. And God be like, now you see? And it makes me smile. Exactly. I mean, tearing up right now just thinking of it. Tearing up right now just thinking of it. Um, all right, folks, let's, uh, <laughs> let's cap that great, great testimony off with the Lord's Prayer. And, of course, praying for Dorothy's uh, friends and family who are going through tragedy as well. So please, remove your hats. Put aside your coffees. Take a deep breath. And let's do our Lord's Prayer together. And show God our thankfulness for his message throughout the Bible. And sometimes it just skips us over. But thank you so much. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And Lord and Heavenly Father, so many of us in this live from America family, on this planet, everywhere, from nation to nation, seek your help, seek your comfort, seek your guidance and your mercy, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your blessings and we ask that you comfort those of us who are going through some very, very difficult times from sickness all the way to death. We ask that you, that you allow us to lean on you like a crutch in our time of need. We ask for fellowship and the comfort of other followers of Christ as people like Dorothy and many, many others go through trials and tribulations. Lord, we know that your love and comfort and guidance will always lead us to salvation. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Folks, I remember the very first time I prayed uh, with Will Johnson on a live video. And I gotta tell you, what... A difference from then until now. I didn't know how to pray. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know if I was right or if I was wrong in the rhetoric that I was using. People were saying, hey, there's no right or wrong to pray. Just open your heart to God. And I remember the very first time that I did it. And it seems like it was just yesterday. But I am so comfortable talking to God now like, like he's a spouse almost or even more. I can open up to him in ways that I've never been able to open up to people. And it's truly a blessing. And i just like to, uh, I'd just like to pass that along if I can. All right, folks, we're going to bring in our guest in about 10 minutes. So let's get right to the first and foremost section of today. Remember, just a reminder, unless it pours tonight and my kids' soccer games are canceled, I have obligations to make sure that I'm Mr. Mom. But I will be doing a Telegram live chat at 5 p.m. again unless we have thunderstorms. All right, folks, so let's move to the first and foremost section of today. Let's get right to it, and we're going to go right to the land of Lincoln. That's right, the state of Illinois, my home state. G born and grew up in the state of Illinois, always loved where I was from, always loved that 
the 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 uh, the forever seeing cornfields outside of Chicago. Anyway, I always loved the 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 tradition of football and sports and wrestling. And there's just I just loved growing up in Illinois. However, Illinois is very different than it was in the early to mid 1980s. Now we all know that Crook County has always been Crook County, and the rest of Illinois would just as gladly see Crook County float off into Lake Michigan if they had the choice. I get that a thousand percent. However, the politics of this state of Illinois have destroyed this state over the last three decades. And I'll tell you where it all started. I remember when I left the state of Illinois, the, uh, the, the biggest grossing businesses in the state of Illinois at that time were prisons and casinos, specifically riverboat casinos, really. But prisons and casinos. If you have your state relying on the money from prisons and casinos, there's only one way you can go, folks, and that is the, the direction of Sodom and Gomorrah. So let's quickly run through why Illinois, I could, I could actually list them off for an hour, but the latest news coming from Illinois that makes that state in need of some massive help. And God really needs to bless the state of Illinois. Because first, let's go to Galesburg, Illinois. Galesburg, I know it really well. Galesburg, Illinois School District 205 Superintendent John Asplund We'll leave his name. We'll just leave that right there. John Asplund sent a shocking and very stupid email, and if you ask me, out to all staff members announcing a new ID badge policy. School staff will now trade their white ID badges for yellow ID badges, but only if they are fully vaccinated. In a further attempt and in a further push to segregate and divide us on our personal choices in our lives. Folks, this is absolutely terrible because what it's going to do is trickle its way down to the children, and I've said it a thousand times. Children are going to be um, children are going to be divided, number one. They're going to bully each other, number two, based on their vaccination status. Now, not the children don't have the white ID badges, the staff does. But you don't think that's going to trickle down? You don't think that's going to trickle down, so shame on school superintendent John Asplund of the 205 school district, because this right here is going to blow up in their face, it's going to blow up in the staff's face, it's going to cause people to quit, be fired, Uh, it's going to cause division among staff, it's going to cause resentment, confrontation, and again, it will trickle down to the children and cause bullying. Um, Linda Conrad says, get Peggy Hubbard on the show. She is running for Illinois Senate. I'm actually friends with Peggy, and I would love to have her on. I'd have to reconnect with her. I haven't talked to her in months, but I'd love to have her on because Illinois needs all the help it can get. It needs all the help it can get. So, um, I love that state. I'm very partial to it, obviously, because I'm born there. Um, and I really want to see Illinois prosper. But with its current leadership and its current policies and politicians... It's not going to happen forever if, if, if they don't change it quick. Now, the second thing that I would like to highlight here is, uh, oh, by the way, let's go back to that for a minute. Go from a yellow, a white badge to a yellow badge only if you've been double vaccinated, but yet there's no difference in the vaccinated and, and, and unvaccinated. I mean, what difference is there these days? You still have to be masked and muzzled. You still have to practice, uh, practice social distancing. You still have to follow all the same guidelines as those who were unvaccinated just a week ago. 
So what's the sense? Why get jabbed in the arm if you're going to do the, have the same freedoms or lack thereof, or the same policies and procedures as those who have been double-vaxxed. It makes zero sense. They're going to follow the same procedures. They're going to be masked and muzzled, and they're not going to be... And, and I don't know. Here's what I think about that. Nobody cares. Nobody really cares about this Delta variant. Nobody really cares about these new mask mandates. 90% of the people that... Um, 100% of the people that didn't follow them last time aren't going to follow them this time. And even more people that did follow them last time are not going to follow them this time. So it's just going to be a crap show. So get ready, ladies and gentlemen. Buckle up. Um, Somebody said, is somebody seeing my messages? Yes, we are seeing your messages. They just go really quick. Um, Anyway, let's move on to the second point here before we bring on our guest today. Um, (laughs) You're very ignorant and, and, and in my opinion, very unqualified. Governor J.B. Pritzker has also signed laws creating, get this, signed laws creating, quote, gender-neutral marriage certificates and expanding fertility insurance for LGBTQ couples and parents. Number one. Number two, and I find even far worse, is that J.B. Pritzker, your governor in Illinois, has signed a law decriminalizing HIV transmission. So here we have HIV, which (laughs) I would rather catch COVID any day than HIV. I don't know about you guys. Rather catch COVID any day. But here we have Nazi brown shirt policies surrounding COVID, but yet the governor can then turn around in the same sentence, sign a uh, sign a piece of paper that says, "Oh, we're going to decriminalize HIV transmission," much like the state uh, state of California. So now it's okay to go around and spreading to go around spreading um, AIDS. That's fine. That's fine. We can go around spread AIDS all day long. But how dare you not wear a mask? How dare you not socially distance? Did you wash your hands? You better get away from me, you unvaxxed racist. You unvaxxed Trump-supporting MAGA racist. By the way, I have AIDS. Would you like to sleep together? I mean, that's about how crazy it is. <laughs> oh, basically criminalizing people who don't get vaccinated or wear masks. If, I mean, people can get arrested for it and everything. But decriminalizing AIDS transmission, that's good. That's all fine. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, Sodom and Gomorrah. We're going to take a, a quick, quick three-minute social media break so I can see what you guys are saying in the chat rooms. Then we're going to come back with our very, very special guest, running for governor of Wisconsin, John Whitman. we got a great, uh, great group of questions to ask him, too. So send in your questions during the break, and we'll come back with more Live from America with our special guest right after this. All right, let me go to social media real quick here. Um, I think all of you agree that decriminalizing AIDS transmission while basically criminalizing, not wearing a mask or being vaxxed, is a problem, is a major problem. Becky 80 said, I heard that Fauci created AIDS. Well, you know what? I would have never said, I would have never said that he created AIDS up until this point, up until seeing the, the gain of research, uh, gain of function research that he funded and, and seeing how he handled this pandemic because how he handled this pandemic is much like he handled the pandemic of AIDS. It was terrible. He did not do a good job. As a matter of fact, the way that he and Dr. Burks and many others that we now know of handled the AIDS pandemic caused hate crimes. They are the massive and 
I would say the primary reason that hate crimes against uh, gay people existed in the 80s. Because they had everybody believing that AIDS was only only transmitted through homosexuals. So remember that, and remember homosexuals started getting killed day in and day out in all these big cities, and that was because of Dr. Burks, and that was because of Dr. Fauci. I shouldn't say Tony the rat face Fauci, because I don't call him doctor. But now looking back on it, I wouldn't be surprised if the guy did have something to do with creating, I don't know, AIDS or anything else. (laughs) Jan says special guest means less news. No, special guest means longer show especially because of tonight being uh, no-show. So I'll have a longer show and be giving more news. So, by the way, special guests are news, if you ask me, because this guy's running for the governor of Wisconsin, and he's got a, there's going to be a lot coming out of that state soon coming up. And then somebody says, Jeremy, did you see Marjorie and the rest of the Congress people protesting masks? Yes, I did. And Carla says, Jeremy, did you have Candace Taylor on your show yet? Nope, I reached out to her yesterday. Have not heard back yet, but we will be bringing her on very soon. Okay? All right, back here with more Live from America, and I want to bring on our special guest now. So, ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming our special guest from the great state of Wisconsin. This is John Whitman. I hope I say his last name right. Maybe it's Wichman, but I think it's Whitman. Uh, We're going to bring him on now. And again, he is running for the governor of Wisconsin. And I've uh, done my research on him. I think he's a, an incredible. His his mission statement is incredible. I read it to you the other day. His ambition and drive and determination and loyalty to his state seems to be incredible. But of course, you really don't know somebody until you have him on. So I am very very proud to bring on Mr. John Wickman, again running for governor of the great cheese state of Wisconsin, and hopefully he can get some things done up there that uh that need to be done so um john i don't know if you can hear me but if you can welcome to the show brother thanks jeremy for having me can you hear me okay i can hear you okay just might need you to make sure that you talk up a little bit louder because i seem to be a lot louder than you but that's that's nothing new Thanks for having me on the show. It's great to be here. I really appreciate uh, really appreciate you being on the show. And uh, before we get started, uh, c- please tell people where they can find you, where they can donate, help you, if, help you if they if they think that you uh, you should be the next governor of Wisconsin. Sure, you can find everything at Wickman for Governor. W i c h m a n n f o r Governor dot com. I have everything you need there. All the media channels uh, you want to connect with me. Facebook. Uh, Facebook's my largest following. Um, Telegram. All that's there for you to check out, including my podcasts and videos. Yeah, Facebook used to be my largest following too, John. I don't know if you've heard the stories, but I was one of the first ones to really get whacked over there. Um, I was. When I'd come on and do a show, or even just a live period, there would there would be anywhere from twenty to thirty five thousand people that would jump on the show live, wow. and uh, that was that was what they hated. They didn't hate the n- amount of followers I had on my page, um, but they hated the engagement. The engagement right. rate was way too high for Facebook, so they had to they had to get rid of me. And then, of course, YouTube followed, then Spotify and Anchor Podcasts, even Teespring. Mm. banned me from selling t-shirts on teespring i don't swear i don't condone violence i spread the gospel (laughs) and 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 yet you can go to youtube right now and you can find you know videos of puppies and kittens getting killed you can find beheadings you can find all that but how dare a christian conservative come on here and talk about the news huh 
Right. We live in very dangerous times right now. You're absolutely right. So how are you, before we get to the questions, how are you faring on social media? Have they been bothering you or you, they've been kind of leaving you alone? Uh, a little bit of shadow banning here and there, but so far they're leaving me alone. I think it's maybe because I'm you know, under that cover of a um, you know, political official. I mean, I didn't say Trump necessarily, but I've been pushing the envelope pretty hard uh, since last year with a lot of my posts. Um, so, but so far I'm still, still there. So God's intervening on my behalf. Well, that's what it takes, sir. God uh, God, and God's will and God's grace and God's mercy. Matter of fact, I'm wearing a t-shirt right now that says you can't beat God, so you might as well join him. All right, uh, John, let's get right down to it, because I know there's a lot of people watching from Wisconsin and, and in that area who are really concerned about a lot of things going on in your state. And I try to cover them. Actually, I was just in your state last month as part of our Save America Freedom Tour. Um, great, great visit. It was met some of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. And of course, I'm from Illinois. Um, so I think the first question that I would like to ask you is, what do you think is the biggest problem that the current governor of Wisconsin can't or refuses to fix or get a handle on? Well, I, I've, I said this for a long time. Our current governor, I believe, is a puppet. He's being controlled, right? I don't think a lot of the decisions are coming directly from him. Um, he can't and he won't. Uh, he can't control, you know, this whole uh, COVID-19 virus as the uh, corporate media propaganda has been, you know, force-feeding us uh, since last year, 24-7. Um, and, of course, you know, he is um, behind the agenda trying to push out uh, the forcing of the mask and uh, the vaccine, you know, we have the ID cards. That's what I'm most concerned about as well. I know you mentioned that prior to me coming on. Um, but then, of course, the uh, unemployment issue. You know, he, he, he believes that, um, you know, give people more unemployment, longer unemployment. Let's get the $15 minimum wage. That's going to fix things. He has no understanding of economics and job growth. So there's a lot of things that he can't and won't fix. Um, he's just a talking head right now. So... Where are you as a like if, if there was a poll taken right now I haven't I haven't seen the polls in Wisconsin but are there is there any statewide polling going on as far as where he is currently um, or or where you are in in your run for governor you you can't really trust the polls I true mean, there's a bias to it you know what I'm saying um, at the Republican convention they did a straw poll and like 35 people participated in it and you know, it had me down at four uh, percent which is a bunch of nonsense my reach is three hundred thousand Wisconsin every month with my message from social media. I've been touring all throughout the state since last year. I've in, been in the battle fighting uh, for the people and our freedoms when no other po real politician wanted to even make a statement on what was going on with the COVID-19 narrative. I was out in front of this long before saying, hey, this is going to lead into the forcing of the mask of your kids. It's not going to go away. And then, of course, here's this rushed, uh, it's not a vaccine, but this rushed jab, right, that's coming our way. And then they're going to be able to recognize and ID you if you have it or not. And that's the control grid that's coming down. And that's the main reason why I jumped in this race. My background is in financial and economics, uh, ties into Wall Street, a lot of mentorship there. So I follow the money. When you follow the money, you get to the truth. And actually within my inner circle and team, I saw this um, you know, tyranny coming a long ways off when the financial markets began to break, just like they did prior to the 2000 financial aid crisis. And that happened in September of 2019 in the repo markets. Um, so we're going through a major global reset. It's always coming back to uh, money and finances. And the United States has, has long run long in the tooth uh, with how much debt we've racked up, right? How much uh, import uh, dependency on China that we've done. So we're a hollowed out country. And uh, without all this papering over, all this trillions upon trillions of dollars of stimulus, people are going to recognize that we're very much a destitute country right now. And that's what I'm concerned about. And that's why I had to get involved to at least hedge Wisconsin and protect the good people in the state. 
Well, I mean, you touched on something right there, the vax, the vax mandates and the mask mandates and, and, and all that. And I think that's how you're going to win. No matter where you come from, no matter what your background is, I think that so many people in the states of like California, New York, you know, where they're, where they're really imposing these mandates heavy on people, I think there's a massive silent majority sitting in the middle and maybe even some that were sitting blue dog left, you know, just maybe not far left like we're seeing now, that are going to say, hey, I might not publicly say that I would vote for a Republican, but if this guy or gal comes along and says, no more mask mandates, no more vax passports, and no more lockdowns, your kids are going to school, period, I think those people, no matter who they are, have a chance on winning. You, Joe Blystone in Ohio, uh, Candace Taylor down in Georgia, I think if that's if you run on that, People may not admit it, but they're going to vote for you. Well, that's what I've been running on in a very strong way. And I've been out there on the ground with the, with my people fighting for this. But I want to speak to the silent majority. Listen, we're at a time in history where we're at the edge of the abyss. You don't get a, uh, the opportunity to be silent anymore. It's time to come out and make a stand. And that's what I'm doing. I'm encouraging people uh, to do so, being the leadership and the example, right? Standing out front, taking hits early on. But that's what a good leader does. We don't have time for you to be silent anymore. So rise up with me and let's take our country back and let's protect the state of Wisconsin and our freedoms. Because without freedom, you don't have anything. I agree a thousand percent. That's awesome. Um, another question that I asked other people running for governor in their states, and I want and I want to ask this with respect, obviously, because we're here to highlight what you're doing running for governor, right? However, governors also have a national duty as well, right? You have a national duty. Uh, people see you. They they that you lead by example. Your courage is contagious. You know you. Governors have very close relationships with presidents, and and you have governor meeting, you know, governor dinners, you know, where all fifty states send their governors. And you have, so you, you do have a national responsibility too. So I have to ask you this: Are you fully behind President Trump as the clear leader of the Republican Party moving forward to a new, a grand new party? I, I like to say, are you full? Do you fully support President Trump in his uh, leadership of the party? Of course, yeah. I think he's the only one actually demonstrating leadership. Now, now I've been involved with the Republican Party since last year in the inner workings, and I can tell you right now, at the establishment level, right, they there's not a whole lot going on there. It's from leadership. That's why I had to step in and get involved. Uh, myself and then a great friend of mine, Justin Schmicka, who runs an amazing uh, podcast called Badger State Resistance Podcast. Uh, he's the mouthpiece, and I'm more of the policy strategy guy, but together, we're making, we're forcing real change on Madison right now, because everyone was just Combobulated last year, everyone was thrown off or some are participating. There's a lot of rhinos uh, happening here in, in Madison, Wisconsin as well. Uh, so we're really becoming an influence for change. I think Donald Trump obviously has done that, you know, since he became president, and he still is very much the leader of the Republican Party. And we need to take it back, right? We need to get out of the hands of the rhinos and, and redevelop it and bring it back to the Constitution. So yeah, absolutely, I voted for Trump. I fully support him. Uh, you know, I would have liked to see him do a little bit more in the financial area, reign in the Federal Reserve. We got to end this debt-based monetary system but otherwise he's been the the greatest leader that we had in a long time what do you think of paul ryan <laughs> paul ryan <laughs> oh no 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 i don't, don't like paul ryan at all good good because uh i, I don't know if we could be friends if if you did <laughs> if you no. did Jer jeremy just to let you know and your listeners know uh, I've been following, you know, politics for the last thir 13 years, but I have a lot of great mentors. I worked uh, on Ron Paul's uh, campaign, his run for, for president, a great, great man there. Ron Paul's done a lot as he's, you know, going against uh, sure Fauci. Yep. Fauci, needs, Fauci needs to be locked up. He's yes. Absolutely. And yeah. if we don't start locking these criminals up, 
and sending a message, uh, they're going to steamroll us right into poverty, communism, another next Venezuela. Oh yeah, very serious about that. So there, you know, there's no time for for people without spines uh, in positions of leadership. You have to do the right thing now and stand up for God and, and what's what's right. So let's say let's say you get um, let's say you get elected. Okay, mm-hmm. do you commit to the people of Wisconsin to sign executive orders banning vax mandates, mask mandates, and critical race theory in our schools? Yeah, absolutely. So let me unpack a little bit. So I've already been instrumental in actually walking that all back in Wisconsin. So through my platform and my reach and, and doing what I'm doing within Representative Madison, I was helpful in getting a joint resolution passed that actually went all the way to the Wisconsin Supreme Court that ended uh, the, the mask mandates, right? But the thing I'm going to tell people right now, if you want to go back to, I guess, your old way of life, which I don't really want to. I want people, there's a lot of complacency that's been in this country for a long time, right? We need to wake up and wise up uh, to the tactics of the enemy that have been put against us. So I was very much instrumental in doing that. But really, the answer is do, stop complying. Do not comply. Exactly. They only have control over you if you comply. People are always like, well, what if I lose my job? I never said there wasn't going to be consequences. Freedom isn't free, right? There's a saying that the, the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants alike. So there is a sacrifice. And your freedom's only one generation away from expiring. And that's what Americans need to wake up to. So I don't want to go back to the old ways where people were asleep, only tuning into professional sports, right, caring about the NBA and Netflix shows. We need to wake up and take a look. People always say, all right, I never talk about politics and religion. Why not? Politics is your life. You better get involved because that's the reason we're here uh, right now today. Dude, you just hit the nail on the head. I have said that on this show for months and months and months. The biggest problem that we ever had in this country was people trying to steer us away from talking about religion and politics. And you can't, you can't. You have, they're the core. You don't have to argue about them. That's one thing. But you have to talk about them because they're the core of our nation. They're just the core of our nation. And you said freedom isn't free. I got a sign above my head right now on the back of my wall that says, Freedom isn't free. So I think you hit the nail on the head. And the other thing that I like what you said is you hear all these people saying we need to go back to, you know, to back to normal. Well, what was normal? And I think you're right. I think normal to us, as far as people on the right is concerned, was GOP. And I don't like the GOP. I'm not down with the GOP. I'm down with the GNP. And while we do need to bring back some normals in our everyday lives, we need to wake up and realize that I don't think I think we've been living in the Truman Show or the Matrix for the last thirty years, and we got to we got to make a big change now. You're absolutely right. So I've been following, you know, they will call them the deep state for a long time and their tactics of really putting people to sleep through the corporate media. And I knew if I was going to wake the people, it was, listen, if I made this run for governor six, seven years ago, people would have labeled me a conspiracy theorist. Sure. I know this. OK, but listen, we got to stop with this term conspiracy theory. That's a CIA operative word. There is a conspiracy against the American people, and it's not a theory. It's in our faces and it's happening right now. If you can't see that, that's on you. But I knew if I was going to win this thing, I had to wake people up. And what I had to do is I had to um, uh, lead them in a way uh, with letting them know, slowly pulling down the, the veil, of what's really going on here. Uh, within our state and within you know the, the world as a whole. But why have we been duped, right? 
And that's where my podcasts and videos come because I target. I'm right over their target. I'm highlighting exactly how they're playing these tricks, these mind games on us, right? This confusion. Remember from the early days, oh, masks don't work. Now masks do work. <laughs> Remember, oh, get, 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 the, get the vaccine because that will protect you. But wait, it doesn't, it doesn't work unless the other person has the vaccine too. Wait, now that you have the vaccine, you still have to wear a mask because you're not protected. But you have to wear a mask indoors and outdoors is okay not to wear a mask. This is insanity. If you can't see this is insanity and that you're getting gaslighted, then again, I can't help you. I can only help those that are willing to wake up. I'm not targeting the sheep. I'm targeting the sleeping lions right now. That's what I'm after. Mm. The sheep will follow later on. Boy, it sounds like you're a common sense person like the rest of us. It's weird, huh, to have common sense people running for politics. I mean, we never thought we'd see this day. And this is what this is what I was just telling a friend of mine before the show. He's going through some things right now. He works for the state of Vermont, one of the worst places to live, um, as far as politics go anyway. I love the state of Vermont. I'm, I live in New Hampshire, but... Um, he said, he says, how did we get here? How did we get here? And how do we get back? And I said, we got here from 30 years of complacency, just sitting around with our hands, sitting on our hands saying, Oh, the government will do whatever they do anyway. I'm not going to make a difference. It's that same old talking point of, well, I'm not going to go vote because my vote won't count anyway. A lot of the, I think a lot of those people were right over the years, but it's about getting up and doing something about it. And there's going to be consequences. You just have to decide, am I ready for those consequences or am I not ready for those consequences? It looks like you are. Yeah, I am. I'm fully committed to the people of Wisconsin because there are great people here. They're worth saving. They're worth, you know, coming together. And I've lived here my entire life. I have so many great memories, right? I'm very deeply rooted in Wisconsin. Beautiful, beautiful state. You know, the winters are rough, I'll be honest. Uh, but but the summertime, it's gorgeous. I mean, you visit it. It's beautiful. You know it's like in Illinois, right? Yeah. And so to see, to see it get flushed down the toilet under these terrible commu leaders, and that's what they really are. But again, the, these overall agenda has been in place, like you said, for decades upon decades it's it's big money that ultimately infiltrates politics and controls it but really where america's downfall began is when we left the honest monetary system that our founding fathers had initially set us up with they understood they were very wise men okay the constitution as you go through it they're very wise they knew that at some point in time this could happen uh, here and they need to protect us from it right that's why they gave us the second amendment other things second amendment is not for hunting it's to protect yourself from a tyrannical government which right. we're getting closer to and that's the only thing, that's the only line in the sand that the people have to defend themselves. And, of course, what does Joe Biden and Kamala Harris want? They want to go after your guns. Always want to go after your guns. Why does the government want to take away your right to protect yourself? Because that means they have massive evil prepared for you later on. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, we got thousands and thousands of people watching live right now. And, of course, you know, another 15,000 people will watch this throughout the day. And I got to tell you, from whatever, from what I'm seeing in the comments on social media, uh, from people inside Wisconsin and outside Wisconsin, they really, really like what you're saying. They love what you're saying, as a matter of fact. And I think they believe what you're saying. That's the biggest problem is we can never believe what we're hearing, right? I mean, can you imagine what Adam Kinzinger was saying before he ran? He was probably feeding people, you know, all kinds of sweets. And really, he was feeding them, you know, uh, <laughs> bad leftover vegetables that sat out in the sun for, for, for a week. And, and look at him now. So I think it's very important that what you say you end up doing. And I think, I feel that that's what we get from you. And I know other people do too. So I just wanted to pass that along. Um, Thank you. I, I would respond to that real quick. Yeah. I, I will, I fully committed uh, to, to my promise. What I say I'm going to do, I will do even if it costs me everything in my life, because listen, if I betray the people of Wisconsin, I'm betraying myself. Okay. What you understand is the people on, on the far radical left, the evil side of this agenda, they eat their own when they're done using you right for their agenda. They eat, they'll eat you up. So when Fauci, when no use for Fauci anymore, they'll throw him 
under the bus oh, yeah. and leave them to hang out to the dry, right? So the only thing here that's going to save us is telling the whole truth. You will never find another political candidate. And I don't consider myself a, a politician. I'm a patriot, right? I hate being called a politician. I'm a patriot first. So you're not going to find someone speaking the way I do. It is the 100% absolute truth. And listen, my dad always said, Act as if, lead as if you already were the governor. That's what I've been doing. I've already been influencing and changing policy here in Wisconsin right now as a candidate. It's working. We're talking about the election. We're working on a full forensic audit in the state of Wisconsin. We have some people lying and saying, oh, we're doing it. We're doing the audit. It's a 15% sampling. That's nonsense. A full forensic audit. We're getting there. We're putting a lot of pressure on the speaker, Robin Voss. He's the holdup, right? But the assembly people there in the Republican side are saying, hey, I'm taking so much heat on this, right? I don't want to get a primary. Voss, you need to do this right now. So internally, they're starting to put a lot of pressure on boss. I think we're very close to breaking through, and that's because of myself, other good people like Justin Schmicka, Dr. State Podcast, um, and David, Sheriff David Clark is putting some pressure on there now. He's coming and joining, doing some rallies in Madison. So together, that's why my theme for the, the, is called Saving Wisconsin Together. Listen, no one else from another country is going to come come save us if we fall. The rest of the country is laughing at us. We're the laughing stock of the world right now. They are just chomping at the bit. They're looking at us, ooh, right for the taking, right? It's all we the people must must wake up. We must save Wisconsin together, save our country together. That's why I chose that theme. So do you think that the forensic audits are going to move forward? And I know what we can do. I know what I can do and my listeners and my and my viewers can do. We can call and we do that. I don't know if you've ever seen the show really, but we'll call people right on air, right on speakerphone, and we'll put them right on. I don't care. I mean, we'll call Voss's office thousand times a day if we have to do it i i mean i i broke in um, brian hagedorg's voicemail he was a supreme court justice he was a swing vote when it came down to ending the, the illegal mass mandate and not even about the mass per se it was the four back-to-back illegal executive orders so you asked me would i use executive orders to you know to block the vaccine passport right that only lasts 60 days here then i have to mm. bring the legislator together you know what i'm saying so I have to get, I have to put I get patriots in the assembly and senate to put the bill together that would end this once and for all. But absolutely, I would stand in the way, even if they were hesitating. I would take good patriots and make sure that they you know they could not push this through. But again, I would be on air telling the people of Wisconsin, do not comply with this, no matter what. Just don't go along with it. Listen, what. Talk about hospitals, right? The hospital needs doctors and nurses more than the doctors and nurses need the hospital. So if you're a doctor, if you're a nurse, and you don't agree with the jab, if you don't want to get it, it's being forced on you, get together with other people that, that feel the same way with you. Go start your own private practice. Go do it. Many patriots will support you. They'll go to you because they realize you actually care about their health. The medical system right now is being weaponized against us, and that's what's really terrible. Yeah. No, I I. I... A thousand percent agree, and I'm going to tell you what you got a thousand thousands of people here right now that are asking. I want to donate. Where can I donate, folks? I have his website up right below his name on the screen. So when he comes on, just see his website. You can go there. You can donate. He also does podcasts and videos, and you can go watch them too. And and I got to tell you, John, somebody said. I didn't think we'd ever see anybody who talks faster than you, Jeremy. So apparently, you and I could be uh, auctioneers if this if this doesn't work out for us. Uh, I, I try to slow down. I know in interviews there's only so much time, and there's a lot I need to get out. When I say I have over five thousand hours of information in my head, and and you know mentors, of, it's really there. I know my stuff forwards and backwards. So I'm just trying to bring people up to speed as fast as possible. I know our segments are short, but again, I'm slowing down in, in my speeches and in rallies, right? In my podcast, but again, we're running out of time. That if you get anything from me, it's a sense of urgency. That's what's coming through. We need to act now. 
Well, speaking of urgency, let's let's touch on something that's very important to me. And a good thing about my show is um, whether whether it's the show that goes up on the air on on Real America's Voice News or whether it's the podcast, I don't care. I'll keep somebody as long as I got to keep them to get the to get the point across. It doesn't matter to me, and that's why I love having my own business. And and my my viewers fund me. Nobody else does. So we don't uh, we don't take our cues from anybody but the people that we represent. And um, but let's let's switch gears for a minute. Let's talk about human and sex trafficking in the state of Wisconsin because I know it's a big deal. I know there's a lot going on up there in Milwaukee and other and, and Madison and other places with human and, and sex trafficking. How do you plan on exposing it, putting it out in the light, and doing something about it? I know you got to have a plan for that. Yeah, so it's a lot to unpack, and there's a lot going on there, right? Um, so the first thing I would say is everything comes back to a socioeconomic situation, really. So if the fundamentals of an economy are not right, right, there are not actual uh, job opportunities there for you to get to the next level, um, then you're going you're gonna to have people looking to take shortcuts just to survive, right? And then, of course, you have situations where young girls, um, you know, get, get you know, tr- tricked into this, pulled into it. You have drug addictions, right? You have all these different things. So really what I'm after for let's start with homelessness for example is I, I first of all government doesn't do a good job of this at all to begin with but there has to be a systematic way out steps for you to actually follow and in Wisconsin again the winters are brutal right so the first step is making sure that the homeless really have shelter they have a warming station but I'm really I love there's some um, there's some good organizations down in Racine area they're doing this for veterans I really like the tiny home set, set up so I like these tiny home communities right I think if we if we invest in that first thing is get them shelter so make sure they have a secure place to go uh, have that place right there. If you're suffering from drug addictions, then we have to have counselors on site to help you work through that. But this always comes back down to will. If you don't have the will to change your life, right, that doesn't matter how much counseling you go through, you're never going to change because that's what you choose. And that's the sad reality of life. If you choose that, well, that's your choice. God gave us free will. You can do what you want. Doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean that there won't be consequences. But, you know, so our job as society is make sure there are, there's a real tangible avenue there to help you uh, to get, you know, shelter you make sure you have a hot, hot meal, right? Right. But then to get you working. So what I want to do is then get some outside companies, give them a lot of breaks to come offer um, internships, apprenticeships, uh, skill learn, skill building, right? Workshops, if you will, to get people that are maybe lacking the skills for the jobs that we need here in Wisconsin. My whole focus is on the people here in Wisconsin and restoring and rebuilding small businesses. We saw how the multinationals really, you know, won big last year, right? And a lot of the rules didn't apply to them like it did to small businesses. That all changes, right? So I'm really focusing on making investments on small business because it's the decentralization is actually is the most stable, right? Communism, what people understand, when we move the country to, towards communism, the first thing, thing they, they do is centralize your money supply. Then they centralize the, the, the corporations that run and own everything, right? All the resources, the corporate farms, all these things, right? And then the very end, they can put the chokehold on you. And because you have nothing else to go to, they don't have the family farms anywhere, they're all out of business, um, you know, you're destitute. So then you look to the state for everything. You look to the handout. Within two to three weeks after the lockdowns, right, people were looking to the government, hey, help me out. I need money. Right. We're losing our jobs. And the government's like, sure, I'll do that. But there's always strings attached to it. And what's the biggest string that they're attaching right to it now? It's the jab. I firmly believe that, you know, if you want help, they're going to say, well, you got to get the jab. Why do they want everyone in the world to take this jab? It's so creepy, isn't it? What is in this thing? What is it? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they look, if it if there was a here's the thing. I always say this. 
if if this disease, right, the Fauci disease, the Fauci virus, if it was as bad as everybody said it was, you wouldn't need the news to tell you about it. Exactly. You wouldn't need a you wouldn't need a twenty four seven marketing campaign to try to get you to, to to try to tell you how bad it really is. You'd see people dropping like flies, and that would be enough incentive for you to jump in front of the line and try to take whatever it is they take. It's been it's 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 a complete anybody who doesn't see that is I, I pray for him. I'm not going to call him stupid, maybe ignorant, brainwashed, I don't know. But uh, even Michael Rappaport with his dirty mouth came out <laughs> yesterday and, and said, uh, I was a hero last week and now I'm a super spreader. Get your stuff together, CDC. So people are waking up. Um, I got one more question for you and then I'll let you go. And I think this is a question on a lot of people's mind in Wisconsin. I can already tell what your position on Antifa and BLM is going to be as, as pertain, you know pertains to them in the streets burning things, looting, murdering, doing what they do. And I know a governor doesn't have a lot of, um, you know, uh, authority to go in and arrest people, but he can make it known to his AG, make it known to the National Guard, hey, if these people come in our streets, like they did in Kenosha, like they did in other places in, in, in Wisconsin, are you going to be strong and firm when it comes to your disciplinary action, if you're the governor, to Antifa and BLM if they come in your streets and cause trouble? 100%. Uh, actually, here's the thing. I'm probably, well, I can't say I'm the only candidate would know this, but early on, um, I understand these organizations and who funds them, okay? I know George Soros and a lot of people are major money behind BLM. We also saw the head of BLM. Uh, none of the money's really going to the cause. She has multi-million dollar homes. It's a scam, right? And I really wish the African-American community would understand and wise up to this. The Dems are playing you. They play you all the time. They don't care about you. Right. Government really doesn't care about you or your life. Um, so, yeah, with Kenosha, I saw that that, you know, that flashpoint coming a mile away. I would have put a strong presence immediately there, not just to protect government buildings, but to help protect the citizens and their property. See, that's the other thing. I'm all about the citizens. So bring out the National Guard in full force. The other thing is fully equip the local police departments with the staffing that they need. The Dems, we're having a problem right now in Milwaukee. They keep cutting the budgets of the police force, right? And they want to bring out social workers. Yeah, let's have social workers show up to a, a violent confrontation on the street, not a law enforcement who's equipped and trained to do that. This is insanity again, right? What is this all meant to do? It's meant to destabilize America. America, and it's a controlled collapse of America into communism when there's nothing left. I will not let that happen here in the state of Wisconsin. I hope you'd support me and, and join with me to make sure that doesn't happen. But I'm very proactive, not reactive, so none of that would happen on my watch in Kenosha uh, at all. Well, hey man, I've, I've enjoyed having you on. I really want to have you on again. I, I would love to keep up on, on the progress that you're making. I'd love to help. Um, if, we, if we got to, if me and, the, and, and Real America's Voice and all of us, if we have to bring the bus, the Save America bus to help you campaign, to do a big event out there, I'd love to talk about that. Um, but other than that, folks, go to his website. Again, it is WhitmanForGovernor.com. That's W-I-C-H-M-A-N-N for governor.com check them out help them out especially if you're in the state of wisconsin and i'll give you the uh i'll give you the last couple minutes john if there's anything else you'd like to say in your uh in your departure from the show the floor is yours thank you well thanks again for having me on the show it's an honor and a privilege i'd love to have you come up actually it'd be wonderful um again the message to the people of wisconsin and, and around the nation is this is it 
We're not going to get a do-over, okay? Uh, so do not comply and stand firm, no matter what the consequences are. I think there is a mass awakening happening. I think we can actually reverse reverse this, but we need honorable and courageous men and women to do the right thing. So the people that are already are in those positions, like sheriffs and law enforcement, listen, we have to start making arrests of criminals. We do. Rand Paul, he needs to prosecute Fauci. We need to send an example that, you know, the people and the Constitution, we're still in control of our nation, right? Yes, we have a lot of problems and influence from China and big tech and Facebook, but the way we do this right now is we start at the local level. So keep putting pressure on your representatives. It uh, doesn't seem like they're listening, but we're getting to them. And run for office. That's it. Be, get involved. If you never thought, hey, you know, politics isn't for me, right? Run for local school boards. I mean, that's going to be a huge battle and fight going into the fall uh, for our kids trying to get masked again, right? So run for school board, uh, run for assembly, run from se for uh, state senate. We need you. We need you now. Uh, please support my campaign. It helps me keep the message going out. So help me counteract uh, the corporate narrative, right, on social media. Helps me run run awesome billboards. I got a billboard right now with my picture versus uh, Tony Evers, the governor, with his uh, muzzle on. And I have freedom versus tyranny. Vote Jonathan Wickman. So help me run that day and night all the way to the election next year. Uh, God bless you, Jeremy. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for coming on, man. We're going to support you. We're going to help you. I'll keep in contact with you. And you. We'll, uh, we'll look forward to having you on again, sir. God bless you. Thank you so much. All right. Thank Take you, care. too. See you later. Bye-bye. All right, there you go, folks. There you go. Jonathan Wickman, uh, gubernatorial uh, candidate for Wisconsin. And I think we asked the right questions. You know, that's what I love about this show, guys. We ask the right questions. And what I mean by that is we ask the questions that we want answers to. And if they don't give us those answers, we know one of two things. They're either not serious or they're a rhino. Because rhinos do the same thing that lawyers do. They dance around the question. This guy did not dance around any of the questions, did he? He did a great job. He did a great job. And I got to give him the credit for that. And, and um, like I said, I didn't even have a phone conversation with Jonathan before we started. I didn't even have a phone conversation. We just talked through text and email. So that's it. And, and I told him, I said, look, these are the, these are the, the, the way this, these are the, the areas that we're going to discuss. I said, the, the audience is going to have questions for you too. And much like Dan Bongino or Tucker, I'm not going to sit here and ask the same old tired poli political questions. I want answers. And this guy didn't, I didn't have to fight for answers. That's incredible. That's what we want. That's what I want when I interview somebody. And when I get onto the network with Real America's Voice News and have access to their uh, guests to bring on, the same thing is going to happen. The same, the same exact thing is going to happen when I interview anybody. I don't care if I'm interviewing Joe Biden. I'd love to do that, actually. <laughs> anyway, let's take a quick break because I said we're going to have a long show today. I got a lot more news to get through. Thank you guys for staying. Please share the video if you haven't. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back right after this. Real America's voice in the war room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interest, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's voice in the war room. Check it out. Real America's voice in the war room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. Thank you to each new affiliate. Well, 
thank you to each new affiliate. Guess we didn't go. I <laughs> guess we didn't finish finish that one, did we? Ah, uh, hopefully that doesn't start right in the middle of us trying to talk. But anyway, folks, welcome back to Live from America. Again, we have a lot to go through and a lot to unpack. I see a lot of you saying that we should have Mark Robinson on. Yes, I'd love to have Mark Robinson on. I can't wait to have Candace Taylor on. I'd love to have Garrett Saldano on. Anybody who's actually doing something for the people, I want to have them on. And you know what? People are starting to reach out to me now. That's the crazy. That's the great thing about all this, folks. People are starting to reach out to the Life from America family because they understand that we're making a difference. Just like we changed Kevin McCoward's mind last week, we're making a difference. And I just want to thank you all for your shares, for pe- for getting people to watch and listen to the show. It's truly incredible. Um, I wish we could get Missouri Governor Parson on your show. He is almost like Abbott to me. I'd love to have anybody on. But again, folks, unless you're actually getting a station. Uh, a reputable station to reach out to some of these people, especially who are already governors, they, it's very hard to get them to come on the show because they don't think you're serious. But that's okay. That's okay. All right, folks, I want to go ahead and give the Dum Dum Award today. We haven't given one of those yet, and, and we're an hour and four minutes into the show, so go ahead, cue that Dum Dum music, shall we? And that's going into the Swamp Donkey Bucket because i got to play for you a little interaction that Joe Biden had with Peter Ducey yesterday. Not just an interaction, folks, but a straight, bold-faced lie to the public, to the press, to Peter Ducey, to everyone in the world. A straight, bold-faced lie. Or is it a lie? Does the guy even know what he's talking about? Here's your sniffer and thief, Joseph Beijing Biden, lying right through his teeth on national television to Peter Ducey. Check this out. In May, you made it sound like a vaccine was the ticket to losing the mask forever. And it, that, that is true at the time, because I love the people who are going to understand that getting vaccinated made a gigantic difference. And what happened was, a new variant came along. They didn't get vaccinated. It was spread more rapidly, and people more were getting sick. That's the difference. That lame Joe Biden nasally excuse for a lie is not acceptable. I did not say that. Listen, folks. I did not say that. I did not say that. What I said at the time was if you And then Peter Ducey pressed him again. I did not say that. And what we didn't know at the time, and then the variant came along. Oh, yeah, the variant just happened to come along, huh? Science just happened to just come along. It wasn't there before. It just came now. What an idiot. What a straight idiot this guy is. I don't even think I could have a... If the White House reached out to me today and said, hey, we'd love to have the sniffer and thief come on with you, I'd say... I'm, actually, I'd probably say yes just for the comedy of it. But but the reality of it is I don't even care what the guy has to say because you can't even get a straight answer out of the guy. I like having conversations with people like Jonathan Wickman who you say something and they say something in return that makes sense and is truthful and honest. Not you say something and they come back with... Because then I'll come back with, oh, my nobody cares button doesn't work anymore. Kara, I need a new, I need a new button. Nobody oh, there it is. Nobody cares. 
So he's going to go ahead and get the Dumb Dumb Award for literally lying because right back in May, I played the video for you the other day. He said, if you don't, if you got vax, no more mask. And that's basically what Peter asked him. And he came right out and lied. Again. And, it, and, it's, and it's only going to hurt him in the end. It's only going to hurt him in the end. All right, folks, let's stay on this uh, vaccine talk because I know uh, YouTube just absolutely loves it. In Pakistan... It's been, it's been reported that they are now getting ready to block the SIM cards and the social media accounts of all unvaccinated people. That means in Pakistan, if you, are non, if you are not vaccinated, if you've decided, I'm not taking this vaccine because this lady just had her legs amputated, this guy just went through seizures, this person just foamed at the mouth and became a zombie, this person literally deteriorated, deteriorated and rotted into a pile of ashes in front of me, I don't want to get it. So if you've decided that in Pakistan, you, no longer, you will no longer be able, allowed to use your SIM card and your phone because that will be blocked, and you will no longer be able, allowed to use social media because that will be blocked. Oh, but wait, there's more. The new world. In order for them to get to 80% vaccinated, that would mean that 66% of the population would need to go out and get vaccinated. Because there's only 14% of the entire population of the, of the country of Australia who are vaccinated. Uh, No, but they're going to force them to. They're going to force them to. Just like Joe Biden wants the DOJ to be able to force FEMA and the DOJ to be able to go to state to state to force you to take that vaccine, that's how you create a civil war. That's how you create a pushback. The difference is Australia doesn't have the gun. Freedoms the americans do no maybe we don't have an f-15 and no maybe we don't have a nuclear bomb but yes we do have god on our side and a lot of firepower in this country and you're A couple days ago, 
I reported to you that County Commissioner Sam Page put a mask mandate for all citizens of St. Louis County. Just a day later, the county council, that's not going to happen. So they voted it down 5-2, to two, overturning Commissioner Sam Page's mask mandate. Yay, we all celebrated, right? Woohoo! A big win for the people. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, folks. Not so fast. Because County Commissioner Sam Page thinks that he is a king. He thinks that he's a dictator. He thinks that he is Joe Biden himself. Commissioner Sam Page comes out with a statement a day after they overturned by the will of the people to not have mask mandates and said, no, I'm not honoring that. The mask mandate still is in place. You will have to mask up. So let me ask you a question. If the people and going to actually follow you think they're going to follow this corrupt loser dictator sam page and go oh well he said we had to do it or do you think that they're going to follow the people that they have in place to represent them as a five to two overturned vote who does this guy think he is you're going to just come back out and just and and, and just you know arrogantly say oh no no it doesn't matter what they think it doesn't matter what they think I say you have to wear your mask. So you'll wear your mask. Victoria says, how is this one man going to make sure that everybody does that? <laughs> again. Again, folks, I don't know. So let's go ahead and call Sam Page's office, shall we? These are my favorite parts of the show. <clears throat> Here's the number, folks, if you guys all want to call as well. 1-314-615-5555. Again, that's 1-314-615-5000. Call today. Let's give Commissioner Sam Page a call, shall we? Thank you for calling St. Louis County 311 Customer Service. Your call is important. If this is an emergency, please hang up and call 911. If you have questions regarding your personal property tax, tax waiver, real estate, or to schedule an appointment, please press 1. Or you can go to www.stlewisco.com to schedule an appointment. Otherwise, please hold and one of our customer service specialists will be with you shortly. Customer service. <laughs> Funny they call it that. Thank you for calling St. Louis County 311. This is Mary speaking. How may I help you? Hi, Mary. My name is Jeremy. How are you? I'm doing great, Jeremy. How are you today? I'm doing very well. I was wondering where we might be directed to talk to or leave a message for County Commissioner Sam Page. Okay, so you need the county, the county executive, Dr. Page. I can get you up to his office. Hold on one second. Please. Thank you okay. so much. You're welcome and hope for that transfer. Tony, is help you? Yes, hi. Is there any way that... Uh, my name's Jeremy, by the way. Sorry about that. Is there any way that we could speak to uh, uh, Dr. Page or leave a message for him? I can 
Yes, uh, that'd be great. Uh, my name is Jeremy Harrell. That's H-E-R-R-E-L-L. And, okay. I, and I'm actually doing some reporting. I'm doing uh, on, on a story that's actually <laughs> seemed to make national news there about the mask mandates that uh, that he is imposing, even though he got overruled by a 5-2 vote. Okay. We're, we, we would just like to get a statement on how, um, how he thinks he can unilaterally impose that mask mandate when the council overrode the, the, uh, the order 5-2. to two. He then came out again afterwards and said that... Uh, that he's not going to abide by that ruling, and that people are still required to wear a mask. Is that true, or is that just fodder being passed around? Um, I really can't answer that. So, are you from a news co- uh, company? Yes, I'm from Live from America, LFA Media. Okay, you want to talk to someone in the media here? That'd be great. I'd love to talk to somebody who could give us some answers. I'd love that. Okay, because I'm just the receptionist. Okay, no problem. Okay, now tell me again, where are you calling from? Calling from LFA, that's L as in lollipop, F as in freedom, and A as in arc. Okay. <laughs> LFA Media Company. Okay. Hold for a minute, Jeremy. Let me see who's available. I appreciate Thank that. Thank you very much. Okay. We'll see if we actually get someone. Sorry for the holding, folks. We got nothing but time today. We even have people watching from St. Louis County, so this is great. F is in freedom, perfect. I know, right? <laughs> if you're just joining, we're on hold to talk to County Commissioner Sam Page from St. Louis County over mask mandates. So we're on hold. Okay, so yes, go ahead. Okay. Yep. I'm going to transfer you to Doug Moore. Okay, thank you so much. Okay. You're welcome. Hold on. <clears throat> hold on, Jeremy, just a moment. Hi, is this Mr. Doug Moore? Yeah, it is. Hi, my name is Jeremy Harrell. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. Oh, good. Um, so I, I assume I got transferred to you because so you, you were going to address the questions that uh, that I had, and I'll just kind of briefly go over what I what I you know had said to uh, to Mary before. Um, obviously, you guys have kind of made some national news with uh, Dr. Page's 
mask mandate, and then of course the day after being you know uh, overrode by the uh, by the council five to two. Um, and what I'm what I'm really wondering is if it's if it's fake news or if it's real news <laughs> that after the council voted five to two to override the mask mandate in St. Louis County. Um, was it is it true that uh, Commissioner Page actually came back out and put a statement saying that uh, he he doesn't honor that five to two vote and that there's still a mask mandate in place? We're just kind of ch- trying to figure this out. Yes, it's LFA Media Company. LFA. Yes, sir. Okay. Excuse me? I'm having a hard time hearing you, and I'm very sorry about that. Um, let me try you. Let me, what's the phone number? I'll call you, I'll call you back on my landline. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the phone number that I'm on right now, you're going to call me right back? Hello? Can you hear me? Doug, can you hear me? How are you? I can't. Okay, so uh, 603-477-1686. That is a work line. You can call me right back, and I'll answer right away. Thank you. Don't all you be calling the work phone, by the way, <laughs> since you heard that number, because I barely ever use this phone. I only use it for work work, uh, work reasons. I guarantee you he doesn't call back. What do you want to make a bet? Let's take bets. You think he's going to call back? Let's see. He won't. This is him trying to get out of it. I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I'd love for him to call back on his landline. Funny how they transferred me to his cell phone, though, right? Transferred me right to his cell phone. Not to a landline, not to a voicemail, but right to his cell phone. What he's doing right now, folks, is he's looking up LFA. He's looking up LFA Media Company. He did not want to answer the question. Oh, who are you with? Uh, That lets me know everything I need to know, sir. Uh, Who are you with? Doug Moore, folks. So when you call that number, again, ask to be transferred to this office and ask to speak with Doug Moore. Again, Doug Moore. He's Googling it right now. That's his problem. Um, He won't call back. Guaranteed. Somebody said probably working from home. Could be. Could be. But I don't see him calling back. So let's move on. Until I see this number call back, we're going to move on because i got more news to go over. And I don't want to hold you guys up for absolutely nothing. So, um, Facebook fact checkers. Done some digging, folks. Because it's always about uh, following the money. Okay? Following the money. Again, and you're right. uh, She said, why does that matter? Why does it matter what publication I'm calling from? I'm calling as a concerned American. I'm calling with questions. Just ask, answer the question. This is the problem with politicians and people who work for politicians. This guy isn't going to call back. 
Now, I could have said I'm calling with Real America's Voice News, but I'm not calling on behalf of Real America's Voice News. So I'm not going to lie and say that. I'm calling on the behalf of, of Live from America. Um, all right, Facebook fact checkers, done some digging. We follow the money, and here's what I have found out. Facebook fact checkers are funded by Big Pharma, you guys. And you want to know how I know that? Because I followed some money and, it, and found out that they are being funded not by Facebook. No, 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 no. These third-rate, third-party fact-checkers, they are not, not, ladies and gentlemen, funded by Facebook. Even though they're hired by Facebook, they're not funded by Facebook. No, no, no. They are funded by Big Pharma. Check this out. Follow the money. Found out that they're not funded by Facebook, but by an organization that holds over $1.8 billion worth of stock in a vaccine company right now. And is run by the former director of the CDC. The company is Johnson & Johnson, folks. That J&J shot. The J&J shot. This is the company um, that this the, the company that hired the, the uh, third, third-rate fact-checkers for Facebook... This is the company that holds $1.8 billion stock in Johnson & Johnson. The company's name is Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. The Robert Wood Johnson Foundation holds $1.8 billion worth of stock in Johnson & Johnson. They're also the same company, again, the Robert Wood Foundation, Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. They're also the same company that have hired all of the Facebook fact checkers. So basically, they've subcontracted it out. Facebook has subcontracted this out. They probably paid Robert Wood Johnson Foundation to find uh, and, and, and then hire third-party fact checkers, like the AP, like USA Yesterday. By the way, still not getting a phone call. Like, uh, the, uh, you know, all of these fact checkers, uh, Snopes, all of them. They're all paid by the Robert Wood F Johnson Foundation. The crazy thing about this is, folks, is that means that Facebook is not only working with and colluding with the federal government, which Joe Biden and Circleback Saki have already admitted to, which is going to make Trump win his class action lawsuit right there. Because we don't have to prove that the government is colluding with big tech because they've already admitted it multiple times. So not only does that let us know that Facebook is colluding with big government, but, ladies and gentlemen, actually colluding with the pharma companies, big pharma, colluding with Johnson & Johnson to not only censor you, but to silence any opposition about any of the COVID shots. The company that holds the stock in J&J &J again, that pays the fact checkers, is called the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. So that'll give you a little bit of ammo uh, when, when people go, well... If, if they suspended you on Facebook or if they banned you on Facebook, there must be a reason. Yeah. Would you like to know that reason? I'd love to tell you about this because we've actually followed the money. And here's the reason. Again, folks, it's not probably going to change anything, but it'll change the course of a, of a conversation that you're having with an idiot liberal who has no idea what he or she or the other 500 genders are talking about. Oh, and here's the other thing. Talking about genders, and since I seem to be on fire right now, let's talk about that. How come the CDC is only giving um, is only giving data or analytics or any kind of information about how many men and women are infected or have been infected or uh, uh, or, or, or passed the disease or died from the disease? How come the CDC is only referring to men and women? How come the CDC isn't referring to the other 500 genders that are out there? What happens to them? Do they not get COVID? 
do those other genders not get COVID? Or does that mean that there are only two genders? I'm so confused, folks. I don't know <laughs> what to think. Because it sounds to me like the CDC is very bigoted. Excluding all of the uh, information about these other genders that could possibly be contracting and dying from COVID? It's pretty scary stuff, folks. I'd like to know why, what is happening to all those folks. Nobody <laughs> hey, Ricky puts the number for the Robert Wood Johnson found a culture of health right in there. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, we are on fire today. By the way, Still no callback. <laughs> and this phone will stay here in the office over the weekend. I guarantee you I'll come back and there will be no messages from old Doug Moore or Sam Page. Scam Page. All right, folks. <laughs> we got a Smarty to give away. But before I give this Smarty award today, I'd like to play for you a video. And I won't even have to explain to you why this man is going to get the Smarty Award. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado... Here is a video from somebody running for United States Congress that I think that we should give our attention, time, and even donations to if it comes down to that. Check this out. That's better, Teddy. Look at you now. See, if you don't do it our way, we won't back you. We pick who wins and loses around here. You know what? I'm not doing this fake phony, elitist BS. It's not me. I don't need you, and I'm not going to let you clowns muscle me. I'm not doing this for you. I'm Teddy Daniels, and I'm running for Congress in Scranton, Pennsylvania. You know, Joe Biden's hometown. I despise swampy, sellout politicians, and that's exactly why I'm running tired of these elitist suits who have sold out our country and something needs to be done about it. These establishment sellouts are completely out of touch with real America. They are nothing more than bought and paid for hacks who sell out America and the individual freedoms and liberties of everyday people like you and me. Hell, they'll even eat their own for a dollar. They don't care about protecting your freedom of speech, your right to bear arms, or even election security. They're more concerned about appeasing the left than they are standing up for us. Time to bring out the big guns. And the big guns are the millions of men and women in this country who feel as though their voices aren't being heard. I'll be your voice. I did my part and served our country in the U.S. Army. I survived gunfights with Taliban terrorists in Afghanistan, and they gave me a Purple Heart. If I was willing to risk my life for freedom when I was deployed overseas, you know I will take the fight to the enemies of this nation in the halls of Congress. We are at a pivotal moment in American history. If we don't act now, we could lose our freedom forever. They used to say socialism was at the door. Well, now it's in the building and coming down the hallway. It's time for we the people to take our country back from corrupt swamp creatures in both parties. I'm in this fight for my family, and I'm in this fight for your family. I've been a fighter my whole life. This is a fight that I won't walk away from, and I've never backed down from anyone or anything in a fight. Send me to Congress, and I could be your voice. 
Teddy Daniels, ladies and gentlemen, did you see that? He's making a statement without even making a statement. Just the video alone makes the statement. So I've reached out to Teddy Daniels. Of course, he was on Steve Bannon this morning. So I'll use my friendships to get him on the show. I'm sure he'll come on the show regardless of the friendships. But um, getting Teddy Daniels on the show because, guys, this is what I'm all about right now. I'm all about bringing people on who are going to, who are running, who are actively getting, you know what, I'm tired of it. I should be home with my family, I should be home with my friends, I should be doing things in my yard, but you know what, I'm going to sacrifice everything and I am going to go fight for America. These are the people that I want on the show. I want to push these people to the front of the line, I want to get them all of the attention that I can get them and, 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 that guy right there, I want that guy to be the president of the United States, that's what I want, so, Teddy Daniels, let's go ahead and cue that drum roll because that guy deserves it probably about as much as anybody else. Here on uh, Live from America, July 30th, 2021. Teddy Daniels is going to get the Smarty Award of the day for putting out such a fiery ad, folks. Fiery ad. <clears throat> now, speaking of good things that governors are doing, let's talk about a sitting governor who, yes, we've had problems with in the past, but for the most part, we will highlight him. And it's, again, Governor Greg Abbott. We did it again yesterday. But Governor Greg Abbott, we all talked about his executive order to really hammer down on the border, right? To really hammer down on the border. Well, as soon as he did that, of course, Merrick Garland and the Sniffer and Thief's crooked DOJ put out a very, very threatening letter to Greg Abbott and said that they will take legal action against his executive order. Why? Why? Because Greg Abbott wants to secure a border of people coming across with COVID, constant, constant, constant coming across with COVID, putting the people of Texas at risk. It is a public health emergency. So you have to ask yourself, why would the DOJ threaten Texas about stopping people from coming across the border in Texas? Especially during a public health emergency such as COVID-19. It's because it's all by design, there would be no other reason why the DOJ would reach out in a threatening letter to say that we're going to threaten legal action against you. Go ahead. Threaten legal action all you want. You want to know what Governor Greg Abbott's response was to them trying to threaten and push him even farther? He goes, okay, well, I'm going to do something even better for the people of Texas. Since you're going to continue to threaten me about doing my job for the people that voted me in in Texas, he goes ahead and right after the, the letter sent, puts out another statement where he says, basically a, a warning to all um, local offices, businesses, schools, anywhere else, he will fine you $1,000 every single time that you try to mask mandate somebody. If you are a business if you are a local office, you are any kind of biz, uh, a public office in the state of Texas. If you impose a mask made on somebody, a mask mandate on somebody, you will get a one thousand dollar fine. So go ahead, go ahead, impose ten mask mandates a week and get ten thousand dollars in fines. <laughs> Man, I love it. I love it when governors stand up. I really do love it when governors stand up. Big shout out to Governor Greg Abbott for standing up for the people of your state. That's awesome. Go ahead. Tell me to wear a mask. I dare you. You're on camera. Go ahead. There's $1,000. Remember the movie Breakfast Club when uh, the, the principal was, was talking to John Bender and he's like, you want another one? He's like, I don't know how many is that. You got yourself another one. You want another detention? 
I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, got yourself another one. I want to see somebody go to a place, a liberal place, where they're trying to make people wear masks, put their video on, and be like, go ahead, tell me I got to wear my mask. You got to wear your mask. Boom, there's $1,000. You want another one? You want another 1000 Tell me I got to wear my mask again. Boom, there's another one. Before you know it, you go bankrupt. Go woke. Go broke. And now, folks, I would like to end the show with talking about some good news you probably already heard, but Mike Lindell from MyPillow.com has decided, you know what, enough is enough. You're not going to get any more of the tens and tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars of advertising money going to Fox News. Finally, somebody standing up to Fox News and the left-leaning path that they've been on for the last couple years. Mike Lindell says, nope, you're going to cover the symposium. You're going to come and you're going to highlight all of the truth that I'm about to put out about what happened in this election, or else I'm going to pull my funding. I'm going to pull my ads of my pillow from Fox News. So he did just that. Mike Lindell, once again, putting his money where his mouth is, or should I say, taking his money from the people who are taking it without giving anything in return. Big shout out to Mike Lindell. Big shout out to MyPillow.com. Why don't you go there right now, today? Order something that you have not already ordered from Mike Lindell. Order some robes. Order some uh, some bathrobes. Order some towels. You're getting great deals on them right now. As a matter of fact, across the board, 110 products. Put in LFA for the promo code and help fund Life from America and help fund Mike Lindell and the 2,500 people that he has working in the great state of Minnesota. Folks, that's going to do it for today's show. I went about an hour and 40 minutes. I said I was going to go an hour and a half, hour and you know 40 minutes, two hours, and I think we did that. And I want to thank you guys all for not only your support and your love and your dedication to watching the show. That's all great. But I want to thank you all for your, your patience with me and the things that I have to do with my family. Your, your, um, uh, the way you guys allow me to say, hey, I can't do a show because of this and you don't heckle me for it. I love that about you guys because my the, where I want to be is in this chair twice a day, Monday through Friday. Fortunately, I got to play Mr. Mom tonight, but again, join Telegram at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, okay? Give or take a minute or two, and I will be doing a live Telegram voice chat and trying to talk to as many of you as I possibly can. So if you have Telegram, get over there. If you don't have Telegram, get over there. 5 p.m. Eastern Time, unless it rains crazy and the game is canceled, that's where I'll be. I love you guys. God bless you. And remember... There are right ways, and there are wrong ways. But there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Make sure you share the video one more time for good manner. And by the way, you can't beat God. Alright? I'll talk to you guys tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And then, have a great weekend, and I'll see you Monday morning, live from America, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. From the Live Free or Die State of New Hampshire. God bless you guys. Have a great weekend. See you later.